abuse. The behaviors of the abusers involve chronic and repetitive secret games being played by one individual or a group of people against a target. These actions are so well disguised that their venom frequently goes unnoticed. It is similar to clear toxins placed in a glass of water. One cannot see the injury being done until the body starts reacting to the prolonged exposure of the poison. This is exactly the way abusers plan it with psychological abuse. Covert, hidden, sneaky, and off the radar are all part of their agenda. As their relationships progress, so does the game playing. Eventually, their actions might become more overt and then sometimes noticeable. By the time these outward signs of dysfunction reveal themselves, the targets of the abuse are usually very devastated. They have been successfully manipulated to wonder if they are the problem, perhaps even the actual toxic person in the relationship. When people begin counseling, many decide to come in so they can fix themselves. They are convinced if only they could become stronger, they wouldn't be treated so poorly. Most people who are willing to invest in counseling are capable of being self-reflective. They're able to do the hard work and deal with their own negative behaviors. Psychological abusers are banking on the other person changing because the abusers never will. Later in our time together, I will explain why this is true. For now, I want you to know that all people who have encountered a hidden abuser blame themselves at some point. The reason individuals take on the blame is because they believe they wouldn't be treated so badly by family, loved ones, colleagues, or in their place of worship if something wasn't really wrong with them. In the environment of psychological abuse, the depths of self-hatred a target experiences can be overwhelming. Figuring out the truth is part of the process to unravel the massive amount of lies that have been spun by the abuser. As a therapist, I have had the privilege of walking with many people through the healing process. It is an incredible honor to be welcomed into people's lives. While you and I journey through this material, I will be sharing themes commonly known concepts within the recovery community, and information from a research project that I completed as co-investigator. Out of my deep respect for the individuals who have entrusted me with the intimate details of their lives, I will not be sharing snippets of real people's stories. Even with identifying information taken out, it is not right to use their experiences as examples. What I will do is highlight fictional stories to show the patterns that are present within psychological abuse. Seeing the connections between what you may be experiencing and what other people have walked through is very helpful to find your own healing. You are not alone in having witnessed some of the most bizarre human behaviors. It's important for you to know that truth.
Many people wonder how psychological abuse and emotional abuse differ. Are they perhaps the same thing? For me, they are two distinctly different forms of abuse. I believe that people can be emotionally abusive but still have empathy for others. Example, loved ones who are struggling with addiction will harm others while living out their cravings. Their core personhood includes care for others, but it is masked through the haze of a drug or alcohol-controlled life. They harm others while in their own lethal state. Once the addiction is fully addressed through recovery, most of these individuals are able to make an authentic amends for the harm they caused. On the other side of the coin, psychological abusers damage others, not out of impaired judgment.